You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. If you could see his little face now, it's a little face of glee. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast with your host, Reginaldo. Yep, sorry, there is no Dan this week, uh, so that little pause was to signify the fact I'm all alone. Because um, Dan's not here, he's he's off doing something with Asian people. Um, not quite sure which, I see a lot of photos, um, some of them I can repeat on air, but most I genuinely can't, I'm afraid. So um, then I thought I was going to get Steve involved, but Steve apparently hates everyone, um, including you specifically you that's listening to this right now, um, or he's ill, one or the other. Um, so I was going to go solo and just see how that worked out. But I'm really boring when I'm by myself. Um, so I've dragged in someone who had no idea we were going to do this. Hi, Mike. Hi. Yeah, I've been dragged into the fray, so hopefully it won't be uh, as boring as just Reg on his own. Um, yeah. yeah, so this is the guy that's ruined my life, um, or more specifically, <laughs> Ash's life. Um, this is the guy that lent me Persona 5, which I continuously talk about. Um, and it is so good, though. And I will stop mentioning Persona at this moment. However... As Dan was leaving on the jet plane, just prior to flying over to Japanland, he messaged me going, Reg, I need to know one or two things. Final Fantasy VII or Persona 4 from a PSP, uh, from a Vita. PSP? Fucking hell, how old is that? Uh, for my Vita. Like, which one do I go for? So straight away, I was like, well, you need to get Persona 4. And I was like, if it's anything like Persona 5, which is just fucking incredibly beautiful, you need to get it. And Final Fantasy VII is remarkably overhyped. Oh, strong opinion. <laughs> it's good. It is good. It's of opinion. It is, it is good, but it's nowhere near as good as eight. And that's why I have to say on that matter. Um, but how are you anyway, Squire? I'm all right, Reg. Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, just uh, been t- tinkering away recently. Um, managed to grab myself one of those 3D printers. Um, so I've had a bit of fun setting that up. And we've uh, we've come up with a brand new business idea together, haven't we? <laughs> I think this is genius, right? And I think that everybody who has a 3D printer should create 3D print sex toys. Like, genuinely, especially if, if you're in, an, if in like a office-based environment where you do business-to-business work, specifically like we do, we, we have like a lot of marketing tools. Yeah. Like you've got, you know, your pens, you've got your pads, your, your desk calendars. And they're all boring. They're, they're all they're, boring. They have one use and yeah. one use only. And that is to either write with or be written on. Yeah. Like, there's nothing really that holds you. There's nothing that really gets you excited. Yeah. Exactly. Hold you in many ways. There we Hold go. So then ways. I will censor the name of the company, but censor company sex size. Yeah. And it's, it's great. So that when you're having like a really aggravated phone call with, with one of your, with one of your clients, you could literally just like be like, you know, that, that thing we sent you. Yeah. Use that to go fuck yourself with. <laughs> <laughs> and it's perfect. It's genuinely perfect. I think it's amazing. But this started off because you got it, and then you were like, Reg, now now I've got this. I can print Ornstein yep. from Dark Souls. Dragon for Slayer the, Ornstein. Yeah, yep. for, for my Dark Souls board game, which sounds amazing idea. It was it was the sensible first choice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. He's like, I bought this printer. Like, I spent, I've had so much money spent on me so I could go off and buy this thing. And then the first thing I'm going to do is like, Reg, would you like one of these? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. It was it was my joint birthday slash Christmas present from my family. So thank you, family, if you're listening. Um, 
And yeah, you're not being all celeb already. Like, just gonna haul this out tomorrow. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Not Get the cred. Yeah. On a podcast, I made it, guys. I made it. <laughs> I'm on the internet now. But yeah, I um, I got it as a, a, a present, and uh, yeah, for you know, first thing to set up, quite cool. Get some Dark Souls figures printed out, some mods of little bits like that, and then yeah, this uh, amazing business idea kicked in of the uh, the branded sex toys, and you know, orders are available online. Uh, <laughs> you can. Uh, yeah, you know, get that special gift for the client you love. Is it is it also too soon? I think it might be, but to start doing replicas of Stephen Hawking's wheelchair. What, little printed wheelchairs? Yeah, because I think now he's gone, <laughs> we could have memorabilia, and we could, like, engrave, like, on the back of the wheelchair, <laughs> like, his birth and end date. Or just quotes, just inspirational quotes on the back of it, because they've been posted everywhere since he's uh, he's passed away. But, yeah. Branded wheelchairs, send them out as well. Um, but yeah, there's the the opportunities are endless really with 3D printing. So that's that's going to be a new fun thing to to play about with. This is thing because I've been thinking about this while we've been in work. Right, so you can literally print anything you want. So basically, Lego is no longer any fun for you, surely because of this. Yeah, it's it's it ruins your life a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can yeah anything you can really think of or design, and even if you're absolutely useless at designing stuff, there are people out there who are much more talented who can, and you just steal their stuff and print it. It's great, and apparently that everyone's okay with that. <laughs> fine. There's a website dedicated to it where you just go on and you steal their stuff and you print it off, and they're all like, yeah, cool, yeah, thanks for doing that. So yeah, it's uh, it does kind of take it away from things when you you look at a Lego set and you're like. Uh, I could probably print that for like forty quid less. <laughs> yeah, because like the Death Star, you could yeah. you could blatantly make that Death Star. Like yeah. someone's made the Millennium Falcon, massive one. Now the Lego one looks incredible, but oh, yeah. you could actually yeah. have like an LED lit up fucking three D printed. Oh yeah, pumping out. Yeah, like how awesome would that be? Yeah. I mean the uh, the Lego one though is is pretty pretty damn cool, isn't it? It's like the biggest. Lego set ever made. It's like what seven thousand pieces for, for a lot of pieces. for a Lego set. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, you could uh, you could completely pimp it out and three D print your own one. But people are doing all sorts with it. Like you know, the people out there doing more sensible things, like printing out you know limbs for people and all stuff like that. But you know, special branded sex toys. I think that's a, a good good market to get into. Really, you know. <laughs> I like the one where I can put my face on the on the top of the uh, of the dildo. Yeah, we could three D print your head, put it on the end of it, and yeah, we could send that send that out to people. They can have that little special intimate moment. <laughs> your face. <laughs> <laughs> it is truly a thing of beauty. Um, but yeah, sorry. So I did want to just throw. Obviously, we just briefly mentioned it. Then it's been such a sad week. I genuinely can't believe we've lost an absolute legend, like one of the world's greatest minds ever. Jim Bowen. Jim Bowen, yeah. Like, unbelievably. Like, just, he was my childhood. Yeah. And the fact that, like, you know, Bully's now going to have to be put down because there's no one there to look after him. That's it. It's like, I just like, everyone's going, like, all the world's greatest. Ken Dodd. Ken Dodd is gone. Yeah. And his little Diddy men. Like, that, he, him, and his little five-hour, little five-hour shows. Like, literally, his shows could last for, like, five hours, six hours, as long as he really wanted to keep going. And he got away with murder. Like, his jokes now, if I tried to do on here, like, we would get pulled down. <laughs> it's like, wouldn't get away. They, they wouldn't are, get away. They are disgraceful. And they're yeah. so good, though. <laughs> and I, I, I miss that style of humour. And he's one of the few guys that would actually be able to, like, him and Bob Monkhouse, so clean, but, like, literally so quick-witted as well. Yeah. I mean, is it, is it Tim Vine, is it, who does it? 
at the moment as well. Like, you think yeah, he's, record, he's quite, he, like, quite deadpan. The, the amount of like jokes yeah. he can do like in the space of an hour. But I was like, I miss that style of humour. Mm. And the one good thing is now we're going to have like a shit ton of specials, which yeah. is great. Um, Loads of TV. So hopefully we can bring back Bully again, because it, yeah. it tried it on Gold or, or W, whichever one it was. And it's amazing to have it. But again, we've spoke about this before on the pod. I don't know what the fuck you do with like a speedboat here. Well, that's it. I mean, what's what's it, what's it going to do for the the speedboat business now that Jim Bowen's gone? I mean, how can we get speedboats out to landlocked areas, you know, for pe- people who need them? <laughs> I, I know, I know how we're going to do it. So this is our this is our new business, right? We're going to three D yep. print bulls. Yep. Right. Three D print little bullies with with wheels on. Yep. Right. That can tow massive speedboats around. Okay. Yep. And we're going to call it. I should have thought about this. Should <laughs> it should have, have been prepared before soon. the pod. It would have been. It would have been <laughs> but the, the speedboats, the, the, they can be like the darts. Yep. And we can like class them as the Bowen specials. Um, but Bowen forever? No, Bowen 747? Can we get away with Bo- that? Bowen 747. Bowen 1, uh, Bowen 18. Bowen 180s. That's it, Bowen 180. 180. I was like, 180? That doesn't sound quite <laughs> no, right. No, no, I don't think that was the catchphrase, was it? No. 180 <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is shocking, but again, yeah. sad week. Speaking of catchphrases, though, do you know what they're trying to make a sixth film of right now? This actually made me a little bit sick in my mouth. <laughs> what are they making? Die Hard 6. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> when, when Die Hard 5 was that bad, you genuinely try and forget what was, it even existed. What was the name of Die Hard 5? They got, they, they just got ridiculous with names, didn't they? They had like another day to die hard. That yeah. was, that was. Was that, was that number yeah, five? Because yeah. number four was Live Free and Die Hard. Yeah. Which was actually good. Live Free and Die Ma- Hard. Mainly just because Kevin Smith was in it. So like, <laughs> anything with Kevin Smith. That's always going to redeem it I, for I you, I do always <laughs> That at least gets it another point on the scale of one to ten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy about that. But, um, but yeah, fucking Die Hard 6, right? So just when you're like, how come, how can we try and bring it back into what people are doing these days? You know what people love? Origin stories. Yeah. Do you know what we don't fucking want, though? An origin story of Bruce uh, uh, Bruce Willis, fucking John McClane, <laughs> yeah. in the 70s. Wow, This okay. is literally early days. Yeah. Like, set as him being a beat cop. I thought the origin story was Die Hard 1. <laughs> that was the that was the original that's about as origin stories you can get is Nakatomi Plaza. It's like if, if you if you genuinely had this this prequel before Die Hard came out. So if this 70s one, which is fucking being directed by the guy who fucking did uh, The Conjuring, which is what, which is ridiculous. Was it James Wan? Uh, no, no, Len Wiseman. Wiseman, oh. Yeah. Um, and the Hayes Brothers, oh, sorry, the Hayes Brothers wrote it, who wrote The Conjuring. Um, Len Wiseman did um, did some other horror goodness. Oh, right, okay. Um, but I'm just like, what the actual shit? <laughs> it's just like, so, so we're going to have that. Apparently, Bruce Willis is going to make an appearance as John McClane at some point in the film. Right, okay. But like a flash forward be... type thing to him in the retirement home, getting his, you know, his, his bum wiped by the nurses. You know, I think it's, it's generally, it's going to cut to him just to go, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> and then cut That's back. the last line of the film. No, that's yeah. how it ends, is it'll cut to him in the retirement home, 
getting his pills off off the nurse just before he takes his little pill. Gippy Kaye, and that's it. And because it'll be a twelve A, they won't even say motherfucker. That was the thing that really annoyed me in in the last I think two diehards. Yeah, they they, just... they they cut it out. They cut it out with like an explosion or something else in the background. It's like you can't cut out that iconic a catchphrase just with mm. oh no something went boom at the same time. Sorry about that, guys. So this also now springs to mind. So shit films. Yeah. Twelve A rated. Yeah. Tomb Raider is about to come out. Yes. <laughs> Re- reviews, reviews are in already. Yeah. And it's not looking good. It's a, it's a bit divisive, isn't it? What, what was it we were looking at today? It's on 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so yeah, could be, could be doing a bit better. But when you look at the original Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider films, I think we worked out their combined score is still <laughs> less than this new one <laughs> with, uh, what's, what's her name? Al- Alice Fakanda? Mm-hmm. She was the, she was the actress in, um, oh, it's the Ex Machina, uh, the uh, cy- cyborg film, which was very good. So a bit of a bit of a strange turn, but yeah, seems to be quite a divisive film. But and this is the thing. So literally, apparently, the set pieces are brilliant. Yeah, right. But apparently, she's shit. Like, <laughs> as, as, like, as an actress, she apparently she doesn't get given like the good role to play yeah. Lara Croft. Apparently, they just they decided that Lara Croft is going to be just a very stereotypical '90s fucking Lara Croft, where every bloke just either wants to do her or kill her. Yeah, and then she's happy. with There's that. no middle ground. No, she's just <laughs> there's like, no you middle ground. To do, which one are you? Shoot in the face. And apparently, it's just it's just awful. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gutted because the trailer looked like they were going shot for shot with the game. Yeah, it, it looked quite promising. Like you said, with the set pieces from the the um, the games, the most recent ones, it looked like it was going to be a good good action flick and you know potentially a redemption for the video game movie crossovers that usually go quite terribly wrong <laughs> and yeah then the reviews come in <laughs> so I'm, I'm very intrigued so usually when we have people on um i i do it, always try and, and wangle in as much as i can do um about, you like to wangle yeah about certain topics one of them is video game based films mm. like i have this thing where i need to watch them yeah like, i know Every single one I've watched, apart from one, is genuinely awful. Oh, I know they'll be crap, but you, can, what you is can't your, help it. What, what, what is your, your choice? What, what is your favourite one? Oh, favourite. I quite enjoy um, Silent Hill. That is the um, correct answer. Quite enjoy that one. The Guilty Pleasure one, which I know is shit, but I like to watch them, and we've probably got all bar two. Which gives it away in a collection. I am going to. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, no, no, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop. It. <laughs> I'm going to stop this podcast right now. <laughs> Shut it down. It's a guilty pleasure one. It's not Resident Evil. It's not. It's not. But that once you've detached yourself away from that. Speaking of detaching away from that, moving back to Tomb Raider. <laughs> I don't want to give the Resident Evil films any time of day on my <laughs> They just really piss me off, like, massively. So the, the fan service, which is what a fucking film, film based on a game should be about, they can't even do accurately. Like, oh, no, no, they're terribly inaccurate. It's just, it's horrendous. It's just so bad that, no, I'm not even going one to. Of, one of them plays out like Resident Evil 5. And that that just kind of gives it away of how how bad they are, really. Because let's face it, Resident Evil Five wasn't an amazing Resi game. <sighs> it makes me sick. Good for couch co-op, but no, not much else. No, it wasn't. Wasn't at all. No, <laughs> no. Did you even play it? Did you even give it the time of day? I've got all of them. 
I, I genuinely then you're have, worse have than me. All the, <laughs> I've got all the games, not the films, but I've got the have games. Have you even got Resi Six? Yeah. Why? It's over there. In the, so, so me and me and Mike uh, in the uh, in the back of my my work office, the not the the Nerd OD Towers, the the day job one, um, where I've got my PS3. Yeah, I wasn't allowed so, in the Nerd OD Mansion. Yeah. It's all packed up, ready to be redone out again. Because <laughs> um, while Dan's away, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to completely gut and just redo the games room. Um, and I found Pimp it out. so much stuff. And the worst thing was, it should have only took me about a good half hour because there's not that much stuff in there, really, because in the size of the room is like, a, like when, when, when you're a child and you have your first solo room in like your three-bedroom house or your, if you're really posh, <laughs> a four-bedroom house. Yeah. Um, I have that little that little tiny room. Yeah. That is the games room, the one that you can just about fit a bed in. Oh, yeah. But hardly yeah. anything else. It's normally like on a house plan, it's referred to as the study. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so, classed as a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> because then you've got to pay bedroom tax. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that, that was my room. Um, and that, my games room, it was full of like all the consoles and everything. And I was trying to get rid of it all. And then I was like, right, what I need to do? Stick them all in boxes, stick them all up in the loft so I know what I'm going to try and do with this games room. And then I got really distracted. I kept finding, like, my Prince of Persia movie, like, Lego set toys. And I'm like, oh, my God, these are amazing. And then, yeah. like, scrolling even further back, and I was finding, like, Final Fantasy VII key rings, found, like, yeah. Shenmue uh, phone, little um, mascots. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what they were called. Like, little clips, you know, that go through the little antenna part, and you, you phone Oh, them, yeah. Like, yeah, they had a name, didn't them. they? Yeah. Um, I had, like, I've got the little Shenhua one of them. Um it's just, I've, I kept finding loads of random things yeah. inside my games room. And what should have took about half hour has took me so far four days. <laughs> it's just, this is the perpetual problem as a, as a gamer slash nerd though. When you are cleaning out rooms, when you're doing like a good gut of a room, it takes you much longer than you anticipate because you just stumble across these gems that you got like collector's editions from years ago or like really cool figurines and stuff. And you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot I had that. And then you'll spend about 20 minutes just going, ah, oh, yeah, reminiscing about it. And then the day's gone. And you've well, just got a pile of cool merch, but nothing's been done oh, in the room. So much good merch. <laughs> like, I was going through, like, the, the Ottoman, as it's called. Um, oh, going, Ottoman. Yeah, I was going through one of them. And I found, like, the uh, like all my VMUs for the Dreamcast. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Now, obviously, they've not been used in years, apart from one, which, when I played Shenmue, that, get, that gets used. So the battery went in them. So I was like, oh, that's a shame. And I was like, Ash, Ash. And she's like, what's this? And I was like, got to check this out. I was like, these are amazing. Like, the battery's gone. You know what, actually? Hold this. And then I run to Morrison's, buy batteries, just to be like, this is what <laughs> this is what a VMU does. And she's like, are you going to use this? I'm like, no. No, I just want to show you. Why did you spend a lot of money on loads of batteries? And I'm like, well, they're on offer anyway. So I thought, I might as well, just in case. Yeah. And then so going through that, found all them. Then I found, like, you know, my DJ heroes and stuff. I'm like, ooh. Oh, I need to go to work now so I can play all the rest of this stuff. Because my, my PS3 is here. All yeah. my other consoles are at home. And then I was like, oh, no, what else have got in the loft? So then I went up in the loft. And then I just started looking through all my Mega Drive. You and can the see, like, the downward just, trajectory of you clearing uh, out this room and it how, was, it, how it, it escalated. <laughs> it annoyed Ash that much. She, like, she stomped downstairs and she was, like, fuming. And I was like, right, okay, I know one way to cheer her up. So I put on the Pip-Boy mask. Um, yeah. from when Fallout 3 uh, was there Fallout 4 so it was coming out and it was from like he got it from EGX and I went downstairs and I just had my, my Conquer hoodie my blue one and I was like just walked in massive thumbs up in the face got a massive punch in the belly it was worth it though yeah. and I was like hello don't be sad she's like fuck off and do your room I'm like yeah. okay I'm sorry go and tidy okay. your room but I've, I've got so so many 
so much gaming fig- figurines, or so many gaming figurines even, because my English is horrendous today. Mm. As I, I genuinely sound like that chatbot before. <laughs> so, yeah. so obviously, me, so me and Mike are in the office, uh, yeah. doing our genuine work that we have to do. And on Skype, I had one of those, like, amazing chatbots that try and start calling you, start off the yeah. conversation. But she phoned me beforehand, and this is what really confuses me. Because I had a Skype phone call that come through. Usually a chatbot just chats. Yeah. But she tried to audio call. This was next level. And then she was like, hi there. And then we started a, a really weird, dark conversation about... She's like, is everything all right? It's like, no, nah, I've just come out of a car crash, lost a leg in my right ear. Um, and she's like, oh, sorry to hear about that. Don't worry, life is full of crises. And I was like, did I mention the herpes? Yeah. And it all went downhill from there. Yeah. Um, so uh, so then we came up with the, the album cover and the album name uh, we're going to have yeah. for our band, which is Flo- Flirting with the Sex. Flirt- flirting with Chatbots. Chatbot. Yeah. That's it. Which reminds me, we were talking about Tomb Raider. Yeah, we we got a little bit sidetracked there. Very, very sidetracked. I do genuinely feel like I'm on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Tomb Raider film, going to be awful. Yeah. However, the new game trailer came out today for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm. This is the climax of Giggity. the uh, of the Tomb Raider origin story, because as we said, everyone loves an origin story. Yeah, especially um, when it involves Bruce Willis. Now, I hope this doesn't. <laughs> I will lose my shit. It's actually starring Bruce Willis as Tomb Raider. That's that's the natural progression for <laughs> Lara Croft. <laughs> right, okay. I was going to say, because starring him as Tomb Raider, so yeah. not as Lara Croft, just as, like... Just just as, as Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. You know, you know like, when you, you, your grandparents used to buy you, like, video games, or they'd try to when, when you were younger, and they, they would just they'd be hopeless at getting, like, the title of it right. Like, they want to, oh, yeah, we'll buy you one of those Nintendos. Back when you know the Wii was infamously popular and yeah. stuff like that, See, it's I, like I we'll we'll get my, you the Tomb Raider. My my nan, my nan, God bless her, um, refused to buy me a Bionic Lady CD because of the <laughs> because name. Because of the, the name, <laughs> she was like, "I am not buying you pornography." And I was oh, like, no it, filth! It's like it's really not. It's like five fat Canadian men. I was like, you could not fully clothed as well. You could not be more different. But the music is, is filth. Playing. Brilliant. It is. So <laughs> it's good. brilliant. And also, ah, just while we're on the subject of Bernie ladies, um, on the 25th of March, obviously it's the Canadian Junos, um, and they are going into the Hall of Fame, which we've talked about previously on a pod. However, they've now confirmed they are definitely doing a one-off special together. Steve Page is rejoining them for one night. They are going to be singing songs. They finally confirmed it. They're together again after 10 years. Mike. So if you couldn't tell, Reg is very excited about Mike, this. I am very excited. <laughs> I am very excited. If you could see it. his little face now, it's a little face of glee. <laughs> yeah. Almost as happy as I am is the fact that they're not doing any exclusivity deals on Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm. For the fourth time going Ev- back to Tomb Raider. Yeah, Ev- everybody's <laughs> going get, to get access to it, uh, apparently, at the same time, which is... September the 14th? Because I think last time, PlayStation owners got shafted a little bit, didn't they, with Rise, because um, Xbox had exclusivity for, for quite a while. I think I remember by the time PlayStation owners got access to it, it was the anniversary edition. It wasn't even like the normal one anymore. It was like the, a special it was, edition. It was like the 20th anniversary <laughs> Tomb Raider, yeah, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Shit, we need to do something. What can we do? to it. I just fucking give PlayStation users uh, the Rise of Tomb <laughs> Let's yeah, give them some do. more skins. Like, love love <laughs> a couple of random optional tombs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then the worst thing to add on to all of it was the fact that what they're going to do instead was just add on a shitty VR mode to it. Yeah. For no reason. Like, that is a really, really pointless and useless VR mode. Mm. That's probably one of the weakest I've done, to be fair. 
But while we're on the subject of anniversaries and whatnot, so DMC, Devil May Cry, yeah. one and two remasters, one, two and three remasters, the collection is coming out, which is awesome. And the uh, the director, Hideo Kamiyama, wants to actually redo the new one again. Uh, so it's like, redo the original one again with like the Monster Hunter World engine. Yeah. So like, even though he's not longer part of Capcom anymore, how fucking good would that be? Oh, yeah. Be really good. And it, it's funny the way they're all linking in because with Monster Hunter World, they're now doing... I think they're going to start running an event where you can get Dante's clothing as your armor, and you can get, is it Astaroth, the sword? Yeah. Yeah, the the long sword, you can get that as one of your weapons in the game, which sounds like it'd be an amazing combination, running around dressed as Dante, kicking the crap out of monsters. Yeah. (laughs) Right, so... Before we go back into DMC, then, <clears throat> Monster Hunter World is getting like, a massive update on the, I think it's the 20th or 22nd of this month, um, where they're adding in, like one of the original like fan favourites yeah. um, of the monsters. I, I'm not a massive Monster Hunter World guy, so I have no idea what the fuck that's about. Um, the, but his name's De- Devil Joe? Um, yeah, yeah. Now, you, now, you've played quite a few of them um, on your emulators and whatnot, so you're probably this makes a lot more sense to you compared to me. Um, but they're also redoing, like, tweaking 14 of of the weapon types massively, so it actually mm. plays a lot more. And the worst, weirdest thing is ever. So Capcom, obviously, this is their most fastest, best-selling game. Yeah, biggest time, ever. selling ever. Yeah. So they decided to throw everyone and everything they can do inside it. So as you yep. just mentioned, we have got Dante and yep. Lady Dante. Yep. Because reasons, fucking ridiculous. Gender equality and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've already had Ryu um, from Street Fighter. Yeah. He's been inside it. Now, on this latest patch as well, they're also bringing in Mega Man, like retro-style Mega Man. <laughs> so it's like 8-bit Mega Man yeah. running round with his little blaster. Yeah. So we've got... Those and so they've far. got Aloy as well. Aloy as well. From Horizon. The Aloy one was the first one, so you could have dude Aloy and female Aloy. Again, reasons. But yeah. <laughs> like Literally, they are throwing as much as they can do into this. Yeah. My question is, which of the... Even though now it's not looks like uh, going to be held only to Capcom... Who would you like to see from a Capcom franchise in Monster Hunter World? What would make you want to go out straight away and purchase it? You know what? I have no idea. The the amount that they're throwing in already. I I don't know who, character-wise, if you were bringing in their original, like, traits from their game, who would actually do better in a Monster Hunter World game than already the equipped hunters that you have. Because, obviously, they're they're going down a theme with people who are like melee fighters or people who have already been from other games like Aloy Hunt, Robot Dinosaurs, you know, um, and then, but Mega Man's kind of the outlier at the moment because his, his was robots as well, I guess, um, but he has a gun arm. <laughs> so it's a bit of a weird one they're throwing in there, but it's just Capcom being Capcom. It wouldn't surprise me if we started seeing characters from Resi start to come in there, like Chris. Uh, <laughs> See, Chris and Wesker end you, up in you there. You nearly nailed it. The best character ever to put in it, Barry Byrne. Oh yeah, you but would I, go with Barry. <laughs> I want, I want original FMV Barry Burton yeah, from Resident Evil from One, the original intro. And I was like, oh my god, like that guy is a ledge. <laughs> like genuinely, I, I need, I always mean to go on IMDb and just see what he's up to. Like I, the I guy who not plays it. Nowadays. <laughs> I mean, let's let's face it. As brilliant as that was, the acting was, um, yeah. Well, Ju- Julia Both, I think, is her name. The girl who played Jill. Um, Jill Sandwich. Yeah, nice. 
<laughs> she she's like she started in loads of like really good series, mm. and she always she's constantly horroring Jill out all the time on like fa- on the facey books and social media sites. <laughs> Um, any event where she could dress up as Jill. Yeah. Like, she'll, she'll happily walk along. And people like folk, photographs and stuff with her, and they're like, none the wiser that she's actually <laughs> Jill, the Jill Valentine. I was like, I love that. I love the fact that. Oh, so she she's doing it, around. she's doing it kind of secretly then. She's not running around to random events and going, I'm Jill, remember me. Yeah. Like, know, she's who the fuck do you think you are? No, I'm Jill Valentine, bitch. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> Although she would miss the opportunity then, obviously she found another Jill sandwich, a uh, Jill person to mm. put someone else in the middle and yeah. make a Jill sandwich. Literal Jill sandwich, yeah. <sighs> yeah. That'd be great. So many photo opportunities there. But yeah, so um, so that's why I think Barry Burton belongs in Monster Hunter. Yeah. Just look at him. <laughs> he's beautiful. He can stroke his beard while he thinks about all the clues of uh, of where they're going through when he's tracking. He's good at that. Yeah. He did it with the blood and the clock and whatnot from the original Resi. He's yeah. got a fucking massive cult python. I was going to say, will he, will he bring his, his, his cult in? Well, well yeah. He, he's yeah. got to. That is part of him. It's not detachable, I'm afraid. Literally, on his left hand, he has a gun. Or would or would, would you go, like, Monster Hunter World level ridiculous, where, like, some of the, some of the, le- some of the weaponry in there is, like, literally your character has to stand still to fire it. Like, it's literally, like, the size of them. So would he, would he literally just have a stupidly, ridiculously long rifle? I would like it where his Colt Python, yeah, the barrel is massive, so he can use it as, like, a pole vault. Okay, so he vaults onto the monster and so he, shoots him in the head. Yeah. Badass. And as he's in the air, he just starts stroking his beard because he, he knows what he's going to do. Like, the camp, he needs like, to make it classy. Like, like, screw everyone else playing in the party. If, if you've got the Barry Burton, like, when he jumps in the air, the camera screws everyone else over and cuts into his face while he strokes his beard. Yeah, like and, then, full, and then fire goes off in the background. It's like, yeah. Barry Burton, Barry Burton, destroyer of monsters. And then he just lands on its head and it just zooms out and he goes, bang. Yeah, that's 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 the next DLC. Capcom, if, if you are listening, that's where you need I to think, go. I think we need to make a film. Yeah. I think we need to make Barry Burton. Uh, Barry Monster Burton. <laughs> Barry Burton, Monster Hunter. <sighs> That would be amazing. Coming to his cinema near you. But while we're on the subject of random characters appearing in random games, yeah, they've just announced that Gerald of Riviera is going to appear in uh, Soul Calibur Six as well. Yeah, yeah. This signs and all. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. But at the same time, again, I don't understand. Genuinely, don't understand. Apart from money, yeah, which is the only reason why. Now, Soul Calibur has this this history of random beat up characters just like appearing. Yeah. Well, not, it, even, so, not even beat-em-up characters. They had Yoda and Darth Vader appear, and it was console-exclusive yeah. who you got. And it was fucking awful. That, that yeah. was, so me and Dave, we talked about this on one of our other podcasts, SideQuest Activated, um, which, again, uh, that is coming back at some point. Uh, we've been in talks again. If you've been on the Facebook page, Mike is the guy who who made our header. Yeah, sorry about that. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, so we've got Gerald, akin to the actual voice actor as well, coming back to play. Yeah. Gravelly um, voice, which amazing. is which, which is going to be good. Like yeah. he genuinely looks like he's a good fit for Soul Calibur, um, unlike Spawn. <laughs> yeah, just, that, was, that was a random one, now. wasn't it? <laughs> I had an Xbox. I was mortified that I had him when I could have got like Hitachi or Link. I was, I was going to say yeah, because PlayStation did uh, definitely do better on that one for the the character exclusives, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So while we're on the subject as well of PlayStation. Um, beat em ups. Tekken 7. Yeah. Right? It's not that great. Do you know what makes it better? Noctis. 
fucking... Why? Why? <laughs> Why is Noctis appearing in Tekken 7? Because reasons. <laughs> no reason. So, as part of DLC 3, Noctis is appearing in, in Tekken 7, right? That comes out next week on the 20th, on Monday. Um, and he's appearing with every single costume he's ever appeared in. So you've got, like, the Assassin... Yeah. One that from the Ubisoft fucking Assassin's Creed DLC. Oh, so they're he, even he, going that far. Yeah. So even like costumes when he's crossover costumes and everything. I was just thinking because I, I don't everything. remember him wearing that many costumes in Final Fantasy 15. It was like two <laughs> from what I recall. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't play the event because the mm. event is where it's down. Because oh, well. you get loads, you get like a little Chocobo Mog little outfit and whatnot. It's fucking beautiful. But oh, yeah, I did play it. that one. Yeah, I did play that event to be fair. There is loads, and I'm I'm very very happy about that. Like I love the fact they're keeping them, but I don't understand why that's a thing. Yeah, like I, I don't. So Tekken has like an amazing cast of characters, like fucking like at least it's got to be a hundred different Tekken characters. There's so many now. now. They've got such an established not, roster. You can make like Jack, like Gun Jack Type Three, and then all the way through to like fifty. Yeah. Because there's been that many fucking jacks, that many kings, different There's as many kings. jacks as there are Iron Man suits, I'm sure, at this point. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> gotta be. There's gotta be. So surely, like, that, that has to stop right now. Stop yeah. putting in random characters into the second series when it's good enough by itself. Yeah. You're just gonna do what Street Fighter do, and Street Fighter do it so well, where now, especially with, with number five, you can actually just, just keep on putting in the actual proper street the street fight characters, hiding behind the fucking paywalls or the the fight walls if you want. But just give them the fan favorites. Don't give them fucking Noctis. Don't yeah. give them like fucking Gerald. Give them the actual characters that belong in the series. I mean, this is what they're doing. Like Street Fighter um, again. So you've got like Blanka's just been announced as he, so he's coming back. Yeah. he might actually be out now. Um, and they've just announced as well that at some point this year um, they're doing the thirtieth anniversary. Um, which is going to be amazing. So, like, I think it comes out in May. Now, this is going to be all 12 of the original arcade games. So you have the original Street Fighter, uh, and the other 11 games are all Street Fighter 2. Like, every single fucking edition of Street Fighter 2 that's <laughs> ever been in existence. Um, and then Third Strike, which is a great game. But So this is coming out on all formats. The best one, though, is the Switch. Right? Ah, oh, portable Street Fighter. Not only just that, if you buy a Switch... With Street Fighter, the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection, I buy a Switch to Street Fighter Anniversary Collection, and then we can convince two other people to buy a Switch. That's the tricky bit. <laughs> yeah, this is where it's going to get tricky yeah. with the Street Fighter Collection. What we can do is we can set up an eight-player tourney. Ah, oh. literally, it does. There goes it, our lunch break. Knocks it all out together. <laughs> so around it, you'll actually have the round robin. Yeah. Thing around the side. So me and you'll play on one Switch. Yeah. And then someone else will play against the other switch, and then it automatically knocks out your like the people's switches, depending on who's still in. So when when you say it knocks out your switch, can you still spectate? I assume you can still watch, or, or does your switch just like power off and it's I like you it's are like, done? I think it's like Mission Impossible, <laughs> where it's like you last, your switch is going to self destruct in three, right. two, one. Two. I mean that that's going to make it a lot trickier to get people to make the initial investment in switch because I mean <laughs> what, what I need a motor about like two hundred eighty quid for a base model. Um, you get like a game for like three hundred, but then you turn around and go, yeah, buy this game. It's got loads of games in it. It's a really amazing fighting game. Oh, and by the way, it might explode if you lose a match. What? No, no, no! It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You just just play this 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 tournament with us, and then you, you don't don't lose. Yeah. So I mean, the, the, there's a little bit of convincing involved there. I mean, you've got the initial paywall of uh, just going, "Yeah, hi, how are you?" Buy a switch. Um, but well, yeah, the thing you can do, you can always do what Ash just does. 
don't play anything else apart from fucking Mario Odyssey. <laughs> we, we're now mid mid March, and Zelda is still yeah. the wrapper. How 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 much does our loving audience know of your uh, your Odyssey with Odyssey? She oh they know they know they know they. They know. Because I, I, I hear it. I hear little bits and bobs every now and then. I get, I get updates when I ask. Because I, I've been on the fence for a while with a Switch personally. And there's a, there's a few other nerds in the family that, uh, are, you know, trying to convince me to, to jump on board. And I, I, I'm, I'm slightly, I'm slightly tempted, but I'm still waiting for, you know, a killer game. And I, I think that killer game is probably going to be Smash Bros. I think that's going to be the one that's going to tip me over the edge. Is, now, is... I'm intrigued by this, right? So, Nintendo just had the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. And they just announced a fuck ton of ports. Yeah. Again. Like, just all the ports. Like, literally any game you can think of that's probably been on a fucking Wii or Wii U. Yeah. It's coming, it's coming over. Yet, right at the very end, they've shown it. They've shown a teaser trailer. Yeah, and it was for DLC for Splatoon 2. It was literally at the end of like a, uh, a kind of like promo for some, some additional DLC for the online segment of Splatoon 2. And it, it just cuts to a little snippet and we don't really need to describe it on here because everybody's probably seen it at this point. I mean, Reddit, when it was announced, was literally every subreddit had the picture of it on it. So I think everybody yeah. knows how it went down. But I think that is going to be going to be the game that's going to convert a lot of people over to the Switch because playing that four player on, on your lunch break or, you know, whenever you've got some downtime to do it with friends, you... It's, Smash Bros is just it's just the game isn't it to kind of pick up and kick the crap out your friends with Who's without you going to prison. Uh character of choice. Um I mean it depends what roster you get, you're going from. I did have a period of time where I really enjoyed playing Snake on the Wii Smash Bros. Um I, I think just cuz it was Snake <laughs> more than anything. Um but yeah, I'm always quite otherwise I'll usually jump Mario. Yeah, I'll usually go for Mario in terms uh, of being... The weaker brother. Yeah, well... I'm all... We've, I've already discussed, like, in great detail, <laughs> my love for Luigi. Like, <laughs> I fucking love any opportunity. Because I was the younger brother... Yeah. Like, I, I never got to play Mario. I was always player two. So I was always Luigi. Yeah. And then it just... It got ingrained in me that even when my brother wasn't around, I couldn't go Mario. I would always so you, be Luigi. You were, you were so, always so Luigi. So I grew to love him. And yeah, he's the underdog and he's fucking yeah. legendary. And his cotton fist is a beautiful thing. Uh, now like, then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like we're getting back to our 3D printing idea. Luigi's <laughs> cotton fist. <laughs> that is the first thing I want. I, I want you to, instead of the sex toys, I want yeah. you to make me a, 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 a woolly mitt. Yeah. And then just do it white. So if you, so if you can create it in whatever, and then just put uh, cotton wool. Yeah, I was, was going to say I'm going to have difficulty with 3D printing ball. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we we live right near Wales. You can just get a few sheep. It's fine. Yeah, and you can do it. That's yeah. I mean, I don't. The logistics of sticking sheep into a printer. Um, I'm not sure how messy that would be, but I'm I'm sure there's there's a way you could figure out some type of shearing method or something. But yeah. if we ask Team Seventeen, yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll give us some good ideas because like Flockers yeah. was brilliant. And that was around factories and stuff, so maybe there was a way that we could try and sort that out. Yeah. Going slightly off topic from what I was originally saying about um, Super Smash Brothers. Is it going to I be also a want to change my answer. Okay. Because I was... Oh, I was Link. Uh, Link is also my favourite. I, I do I do really enjoy Link as well. Not because, true Link. 
No, no. Two, two Link was annoying. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed Link as well, because being able to throw, do like a, a bomb and like boomerang combo. And then you always had the amazing, um, blade spin recovery when you went, went out the arena to get yourself back in and then the grapple. Mm. Was, it was a great way of getting back in the arena. I but love to grapple. I did quite enjoy, and he's he's a bit OP. I bet you do. He's a bit OP, but Meta Knight. Meta, uh. Knight, Meta Knight was one I quite enjoyed because again he was really good for when you when you were high percentage on damage. He was really good for getting back into the arena because mm. he had that kind of that arc flight move where it was meant to like knock people up in the air, but the amount of times it would save your ass when you were getting kicked out the arena. So yeah, yeah I, I'm changing from Mario. I am changing from there because I've, I've just going through the roster in my head and I was like, no, there's better. There's better. <laughs> yeah, see, D- Dave always goes Kirby. Yeah. Always annoys me because all he does is, the float. is just eat me. Yeah. He just he continuously just gobbles me down. He loves to gobble you down. me out. Mm. Scumbag. No. Um, but no, I'm genuinely excited. <laughs> and I want to know, I'm, I'm because it's the only one they never said is a port. So yeah. is it going to be an original Super Smash? Or is it going to be like the Dumb Mario Kart, yeah. where it's just like the enhanced version, where we're going to have it again, but they're going to add like a few new characters, maybe a new stage if we're lucky. I think that's it's the easy way out, and it would still sell. But I think they need to do a new one. They need they need to do an, a new, fresh, fresh game of it. You know, kind of play about with the roster a little bit more. Not not do what everyone's doing at the moment and have Geralt in it. <laughs> Bring in Geralt and knock this and you're <laughs> there everywhere. Knock this is on fucking everything. Yeah, he, he gets around. Ridiculous. He gets around. Genuinely does for for the fact that like. It's even though it's one of my favorite Final Fantasies, like I genuinely love it. It's the same as Lightning from Thirteen. So mm. fucking Fifteen and Thirteen get slammed repeatedly, right, by all the all the Squeenix fans and everyone else. Yeah. And yet for some reason, all they use is fucking Noctis and Lightning. Yeah. And like, why? It's like on fucking Final Fantasy um, Dissidia. Like she's on the front cover for that. Noctis is DLC for that. Like. They're fucking everywhere. Give us some decent <laughs> characters that we actually want. And it's like it's just infuriating. But it's 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 funny with you saying the they get everywhere because it's it's kind of working the other way around. You t- you touched upon it before with um, him having his assassin's outfit, and there's kind of a bit of a, a bit of a romance going on between the likes of Ubisoft and Screenix at the moment. Mm. With um, we we were talking about it quite quite in depth because we we both got uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, um, really really fun game, and uh, we found the quest to get the the Chocobo Camel. The game uh, ruiner. The game ruiner. There's <laughs> not made it the same for you since. It's uninstalled. It's genuinely uninstalled. Can no longer play the game. Can't but do it. It's like every time you you basically do a side quest and it's ridiculous and it has some random fan service in it. Characters from Final Fantasy shouldn't be there. <laughs> like in the middle yep. of a desert. And then you, you get this, this camel that's made to look like a, a chocobo. And you can't help but do the song. I mean, Final Fantasy XV, every time you jumped on your chocobo, it played that amazing earworm of a song that got stuck in your head. And I have, I have to say, my other half, she is massively triggered by it now. It is hilarious. <laughs> I, I literally only have to do the do-do-do-do-do, and then she'll just, it'll set her off, and they'll usually follow by some form of expletive <laughs> telling me, why did you do this to me? And it's it's... I guess it's the same with Persona as well. The Persona soundtrack. I, I now have that as well, especially yeah. because I've got like behind the mask and uh, or beneath the mask <laughs> as my ringtone now as well. Like Ash hates you. 
Yeah. Hate you yeah. so much. I, I did apologize. I did apologize when I initially lent it to you. I mean, I, I bought the game. Was it around like September, October time? I, I bought it quite a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> and how long did you have it? Reg is laughing already because he knows where this is going. And I, I had it for, a, I think about a month. And, uh, finished it, played for it, must have put, uh, put about 120 hours into my save. So it, it, it proper dug in, you know, it, it got a hold of me and it was an amazing game. And, you know, highly recommend it if you haven't already played it. It's just a great RPG. And, uh, I, I turned around to Reg, um, and I, I said, do you, do you want to lend it? You know, do you want to try it out? I've not seen it since. I mean, <laughs> we're getting on to five, six months <laughs> since, I, since I loaned it to him. He has literally Can't owned the game longer than me. <laughs> but the thing I love about this, though, is I was the one that convinced you to buy yeah, it as well. <laughs> yeah, I was on the fence with it because, <laughs> like, like Reg said, I played, um, I, I downloaded a PSP emulator uh, a while ago. Um, and, you know, tried out a few various games that, you know, little gems that I missed out on. And Persona 3 was one of them. Um, and really got into it. Um, followed on from the Shimagami Tensai series Nocturne, I think it was. Um, Lucifer's Call depended on what region of the world you were in. It had two titles, cause, you know, reasons. Um, so I thought I'd try out Persona 3. Really enjoyed it. Thought it was cool. And then Persona 5 come round and, I was originally looking it up and I was like, oh, okay, it's actually a, a port from, it was originally a PS3 title when it was released in Japan. It's come over to, you know, Europe as a PS4 title. I was like, mm, okay, fair enough. And I was tempted by it, you know, amazing initial reviews from it. And then, yeah, Red just like the little devil on my shoulder going, why don't you buy it? Why don't you like, buy we, it? We both need it. We, we genuinely both need it. But you're paying for it. <laughs> but it's like, it's like at the time, I was like, you know what? And play, what was I playing at the time? I was playing, um. Weren't you still trying to play The Witcher 3? Oh, yeah, so I was still playing The Witcher 3, and I was like, I can't, I can't not, I can't buy Persona 5. But I'll make someone else buy it. When I'm like 70 odd hours into The Witcher 3, like, I need to complete that first, because I won't get, I won't get back to it. I just won't touch it again, and I know I won't. Yeah. So. Once it happened and you were like, oh, you know, I'm really tempted to buy it. And I'm like, so am I. And I kept going like, oh, look, it's on sale. Oh, Mike, <laughs> look, it's on sale. Oh. Until in the end, Mike was like, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, it's like, oh it's uh, this price now. Yeah. I was like, have you bought it? I was like, ah. You'll have to let me know if it's any good at some point, because yeah. I'd, I'd love to try it out. <laughs> there, was, like, there was lots of subtle hints dropped, like, how's Persona going? How are you getting on Persona? How far are you through on it yet? Are you nearly finished with it yet? I mean, when can I, when, when can I, when can I borrow it? When will you get it back? Probably never. <laughs> Probably never. Probably never. So yeah, I mean, you, you've, you've got to, I think you're over halfway through now. I mean, it's, it's, it's been a bit of a slog. I mean, you I did am have, like 80 odd hours into it. Yeah. So. I mean, you did have a traumatic moment when, uh, you uh, you had a bit of a power outage and a, a save went missing. That that set you back a week or so after the the fury subsided. Yeah, it was like thirty fucking odd hours. Or yeah, forty odd hours <laughs> of a game just disappeared. Which, if anyone else has been in that situation, is is absolutely horrifying. I mean, you'd think that wouldn't happen anymore with the new consoles. That that's like back in like the the SNES days when you're in the middle of a game and then you lose power and you have to start again. It's but yeah, so many titles, so many titles has happened. Literally, it's ridiculous. Like Dark Souls was my the one that really killed me, just massively. I mean, that's kind of how Dark Souls. Work. I was so far through it, and when I say so far through it, for me, it was like just up to the first boss <laughs> but like that, that took me about 30 hours like if i've got dave to hide behind when we play dark yeah. souls like i'm fucked so i'm just like right so um speaking of delete and save and weird save so 
it hit payday since I've last podded with you guys, which is weird um, because it's been my birthday. Yay! And it's been Happy fun. Happy um, So I decided to get myself a brand new hard drive for my PS4. And I was like really looking forward to this, wasn't I, Mike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this this was um, this was almost a reversal of uh, Reg's buy it, buy it, because he we've had this for quite a while. Six months. Six months, yeah, six months. So I uh, I bought a hard drive quite a while ago, two terabyte one, upgraded PS4, best decision made, and it was around um, I think it was like. Amazon Prime Day or something, or like Black Friday week. Shit, I need to cancel Amazon Prime. <laughs> Forget that done. Remind me when I leave. That done. I don't have to do that again. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't buy, don't buy that again. But yeah, so it was around uh, Black Friday or somewhere around then, and they had these hard drives on offer. Um, and I was like, Reg, get one, get one, and I'll, uh, I'll install it for you. And he was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. So bought it, put it in a basket, and then Amazon just cocked up and didn't deliver it or something he was sat waiting at the office door for like at least two days we had it's to like, we had know, to um, feed him and like clean him on, on scott pilgrim when he literally he wants to see ramona yeah. again and he orders it and just sits at the just sits at the door waiting the door. that was reg that for like two days yeah Massive. and then we found out the order had just been stopped which was annoying and then kind yeah, of thing yeah because he had none in stock and yeah. forgot all about it <laughs> yeah I forgot, all, I forgot all about it it was like i'm sure i was meant to get a hard drive soon and it never arrived so then fast forward like another five months and then it, it's it it just come around. We we just got to the point where Reg just kept telling me, Mike, I keep running out of um, storage. Buy a hard drive. I keep running out of storage. I'm going to have to delete stuff. Buy a hard drive. I'm going to have to. You know what you need to do. So we finally jumped on, jumped on the gold old uh, Amazon and uh, bought one. And I well, said, if you if, retailers if, are available, yeah, yeah, you know, you have a little look around. The internet is a big place. Um, and it, it finally arrived on the proviso that I would help him install it. So download the software, done it before, you know, nice and easy. Brought brought in the, the kit to do it, you know. It's not not too tricky a job as long as you got the right tools. And we we set to work in in the uh, the back back office here. And then tell them how you fucked me over, Mike. Tell them how you fucked me over. Apparently, Massively. this is this is how I fucked Reg over. <laughs> so I installed. I done my bit fine. Right? <laughs> I done my, my part. My part of the deal was done. I installed the hard drive. It was working. It switched on, and he had all his saves backed up on the memory stick that I brought in. You know, I resourced the memory stick for him as well, and you know, it was all going swimmingly. And then we then we plugged the memory stick in. Now in my PS4, it recognised it. You can see where this is going. In Reg's PS4, it didn't recognise the hard drive with the backup on it. So we're like, did it, Mike? No, it didn't. No. So we're like, not to worry. Um, if you get, you know, get get a memory stick, transfer the files I've put onto it. All the folders are set up for you lovingly. You know, it's it's ready there for you. Transfer them over. And, um, yeah, just, just do it when you get home. The hard drive's in there now. The hard bit's done. You know, the hardware's all set up, ready. You just need to install, you know, the, the PlayStation operating system. And, and that's already on the, the, the uh, memory uh, stick. Uh, uh. Tell me exactly what you said. Wasn't the PlayStation operating, operating system you said? You said, just install the update that's in that file. Yeah, I said... That's, it, that's all you need to do, install yeah, the update yeah, that's in that file. I, I said install the, the folder that's PS update that has the PlayStation software in it. And this is apparently where it went wrong because things have changed since I I done my hard drive install. Um, am I massively? Uh, not not massively. It was one Fucking file four, different. Four hours of me literally wanting to punch you in the face repeatedly he, when I was at home. He doesn't internet very well. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking interneted for ages. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, you should do this thing. I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm installing the version 5.5, whatever it was. I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Repeatedly doing it. 
Until in the end, I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Ash was like, I thought you said this was going to be easy. I'm like, right, you can go to bed. <laughs> so she's like, right, Get out the room now. <laughs> <laughs> so off she went to bed. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, right, you're going to do this. And eventually on like the fucking PlayStation 4 actual uh, like uh, official forum, on like page fucking 20 odd, right at the bottom, it was like, oh yeah, no, if you're doing a brand new hard drive, then you need to install this massive installation one, which is massive, by the way. Yeah. So, um, do you have a hard drive, like a little disk drive that's bigger, or USB 6, sorry, that's bigger than the one that Mike told you to get? No, you need to go out to the shop and get one. Yeah. It, right, did, it okay. didn't actually say that in the forum it post, did. by the way. Just, just, they they might give you this hard drive you need to buy. I'm, this, going, yeah. I'm going to go online, I'm going to post it on the NerdID yeah. page, not photoshopped at all. Yeah. The actual, the actual. Good disclaimer. Good disclaimer. Not photoshopped at all. You mean you mean paint? Swears and everything. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I installed it and I was like, you know what? I've now got a two terabyte hard drive and like life is good now. So I can actually sort out my laptop, which is great because I've been meaning to do that for years. So I can actually finally do more stuff editing wise to help Dan out and put some vids up and whatnot. Some new series for for the Nerd OD channel. Um, And then I was like. Now I can install everything back on the uh, on the PS4. So yep. I went through about three days of just installing everything I've ever had on all the, the PlayStation, like all all on the there. things, literally all of it, um, apart from one title, which has really upset me. PT massively. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, I, uh, I I stumbled across this as well, and I was thinking of you. And uh, like you always think of me in the nicest uh, ways. I know. Night times. And <laughs> apparently, there's a way you can get that back. There's a, there's there's some trick, and I, I didn't go into much further research on that because it was late at night and I needed to sleep. But apparently, there's a way you can get it. Oh, sleeps for the puny. Um, but there's a way you can get it back on to your um, your hard drive. I'm going to do that because I've not yeah. wiped it yet from the one that's in the actual external hard drive, which is in my bag still. <laughs> It hasn't moved since that hasn't day. hasn't moved since that yeah. day. No, it's actually in my bag still. So as you can tell, Reg, Reg cursed me to, to high heaven um, when, when this initially went through. But since then, it has vastly improved his quality of gaming life. It has. <laughs> it genuinely has. And I am very happy with the fact that I can just install whatever I want. Because I've been, a on a, I've been on a, um, a purchasing spree. And my latest one, which I fell in love with, is Moss. Now, I talked about this. Last time I was on, I was like, I oh, wanted to, to buy it because I had it on the, uh, on the demo. I decided to just, just go for it and just literally just buy it. And I've, it's so good. This is one that again, I'm going to badger you into in the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, because, you've already started. <laughs> yeah, again, and it doesn't help the fact that this is another thing I was doing with you with the VR as well, though. Yeah. I've noticed a p- pattern here. I'm like, Oh my yeah. God, Mike, you need to buy it. And then you yeah. buy it. And I'm yeah. like, Right, and we'll talk about it once, and then you never talk about it. Again. The, the 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 pattern is, Reg, is that we are very bad influence upon one another. <laughs> In that when we see shiny things, we have to tell the other person we've seen the shiny thing. Yeah, and then if that other person has any expendable income, that shiny thing has to be bought so it can be appreciated. Yeah. That's why I have a copy of Titanfall Two, and the Titanfall Pop vinyl that's been sat on my desk, and it, oh, I've not even played Titanfall One. I've not even played the original game, but Reg was like, you need to play Titanfall 2. You need to try it out. It's cheap now. Get a hold of it. We'll play, we'll play online together. And I, I bought it, played the campaign. The campaign's great. Reg is laughing already. Have we played online since? <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> the thing is, right? The thing is, right? I am terrible at this. And yeah. I've also got to apologize. A bad influence. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to Paul. <laughs> because... 
I kept on going on about like how I'm going to just batter him at Injustice too. Yeah. Um, because obviously the turtles are on it now. So I'm like, yeah. So literally the night this was released, he was like, right, you're going to fucking do that, are you then? So installed it. He's like, right, when are we going to play? It's like, I can't, I'm busy. <laughs> and, like, I, and I haven't yet, like at all. Yeah. To the same point where I was like, oh yeah, so I So bought, Paul, um, you know my pain. You know my pain, Paul. <laughs> but, well, it, but I bought the Star Trek vr thing, so I could do yeah. that. Never done. I've, I've done the tutorial for that. He's like, right, you're free to do it. I'm like, not yet. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know when. But the thing with that though, I just, I, I feel so weird because the, the best part of that is going as a female captain and just finding it really weird because it's so realistic. I'm like, <laughs> why have I got female legs? Really yeah, really yeah, like female legs. Time. Yeah, you're just staring down the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why, why is Sharon Stone in, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's all very weird, but Moss is brilliant. Yeah. And you'd need I've it. Heard, I've only, heard good only things. Only 25 knickers. It's yeah. brilliant. And it's, it's meta, it's like showing Ash it. Um, the other day, cause she can't do most VR titles for very long cause she gets very motion sick. Um, like massively. But she was watching me play, um, Moss and it plays out very much like, like a fairy tale. Yeah. Uh, like a proper storybook. Every time you go into a different screen, you can hear the page turning, even though you don't oh, see it. Clever sound as well. So like. when that's so like, uh, so Quill is going down into the village and it's like, Quill is murdering all these things. It, I see it, the characters called Quill as well, like. Yeah, so it, it, it doesn't, like, mur- oh, I get it. Yeah, there, there you go. That's good, isn't it? I never thought that. <laughs> Fuck you, now. Um, Revelations. <laughs> but, like, but the puzzles aren't, aren't simplistic, but they're not hard. They're yeah. just very enjoyable to do. And it, the way that you're, you're floating in front of it all is, yeah. you, you're proper absorbed into it, but you're not, Fully immersed. The best way I can describe it is on loads of the forum page and stuff. It's anyone who's ever been in an accident and had ketamine and in, in recovery. Everyone's like, oh my God, have you ever had ketamine? Now, I, I imagine they've been in an accident and that's the reason why they've had it. Maybe. Because, you know, I mean, um, that's, that's not a very, um, a generalized <laughs> way to describe it. It's like you, you can only really get a feel for this game if you've ever been on cat at some point. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's not on the box art, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> well, there's a lot of dust and stuff going down it and yeah. sparkly things. And I don't know what cat looks like, but I imagine if the first thing you see is a, is a mouse that wants yeah. to just like murder things with swords. Yeah. Then I imagine that's what Ket feels like. I, I guess is it kind of like, um, kind of like that, that almost calming genre of games that have surfaced, like kind of akin to like Journey and Flower, where it's, you can kind of play through it at your own pace and it's, it lets you switch off a little bit. So it's not like too challenging, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not, fun. it's not very challenging. It's just very nice. Yeah. And really fun. And then when you start playing it for a bit, your other half gets really annoyed because she's yeah. getting into it. <laughs> she's like, oh, sorry, gonna stop it there. And she's like, ah, yeah. I'm like, really sorry. Really I, sorry. I think that's the, I think that's the perils of being in a, in a gamer couple, really, is that I, I have that with my other half quite a bit with like g- games that have got fantastic stories in them. So, you know, really story cinematic centric type games like Uncharted, Last Shenmue. of Us, big games like Shenmue. Um, and, um, Persona as well, to be fair, where I, I'd start initially playing the game. Uh, my uh, my other half Naomi, she'd be sat next to me and she she pay a little bit of interest in it, or she might be gaming herself on another on the 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 Xbox next to me, or depend on who's on what. And um, after a while, she'll start to get engrossed in the story on my game. Uh, so she'll be playing on her own, and then she'll be like, "Oh, I've just died in my one because I'm just watching you on your one." And then it would get to the point where it's like, well, 
oh, I, I went, I went to bed. What, what happened in the story? You know, what, what, so then you have to give recaps, uh, or you have to, I mean, thankfully the last of us was really good for that because you could replay all the cutscenes up to where you were in the story. Yeah. So yeah. you're just like, I tell you what, rather than explain it, I'm going to show you the traumatic events that occurred <laughs> so you can feel the emotion rather than me just telling you. Um, but yeah, that, that is one of the perils is that if it's a really gripping story, you do find sometimes you either have to replay sections or, you um you know you you kind of have to wait to play with them and I, I guess you get that quite a lot with the Assassin's Creed games really because that's your your yeah, main line purchase. Resi Seven, like I, yeah. I started loving Resi Seven, I couldn't play that with her. But it's like Persona Five, the like she enjoys the story bit to it, but not the game. She hates, <laughs> she hates turn-based games. Yeah, she can't stand the Pokemon game, is what she calls it, <laughs> and that really pisses me off when the she Pokemon when I'll be game. playing like Final Fantasy Eight. She's like, yeah. "Are you playing Pokemon again?" I'm like. <laughs> right okay but does this look like Pikachu yeah. but there's like the, the, the minute she walks in when I'm playing Persona 5 she's like right which teacher are you fucking now then I'm like oh. because she had that one mode where she sees yeah. the teacher dressed as a French maid and then she was like oh really this is the reason why you play it you are hot for teacher though and I'm like oh, maybe <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm torn, torn between which one I'm going to go with mm. so I might go Makoto I was going to say who's your Persona wife in I think well Makoto uses a fist <laughs> and I love <laughs> that's how fast <laughs> I, I love that's melee. what does it for me <laughs> <laughs> I love melee combat yeah people in RPGs like nice, Stealth nice from like Final Fantasy 8 is like fucking yeah. I adore him Tifa from 7 mm. it's just like anyone that, that just fists people to death yeah <laughs> is fantastic in my book yeah like so I think and she rides a motorbike which just, is all levels are cool yeah you know, and I the just, motorbike attacks I people that. I mean what more can you want but yeah, I am. Um, I unfortunately, because um, in in the Persona games, you you have your your confidants. These are the people that you you play alongside with. The Shesha yeah, your Sheshafe. And they'll either, they'll either join, join your team or they'll just be people who can help level up stuff that make you do better in combat. And um, I I unfortunately got quite a fair way into my playthrough, realizing that you could actually get them as a romance option. I was at the point where I couldn't actually romance anyone. So it's just like, oh, okay, it's a bit depressing. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no no waifu, no waifu. But yeah, there's, um, there's, there's, there's quite some funny scenes that like develop from it. Um, and I'm not going to say anything for spoiler alert for Reg because he's not there yet. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's interesting how you can de- develop the relationships in the game, and that's kind of the staple, really, of the Persona Shimagami Tensai kind of, you know, game set, really. But it's uh, yeah, Makoto probably would have been my my Persona waifu as well. There there is something cool about the biker chick kicking ass. Yeah, I can I can I can respect that. <laughs> and fisting people. And fisting people, because Reg loves a good fisting. <laughs> Nothing to end your night better than a good bit of fisting. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Beautiful. Um, but while we're talking about fisting, it's yep. been my birthday since we... Uh, <laughs> since uh, That since, special since birthday gift. Um, so last time we spoke on the pod, I said I was about to go and have a um, a lovely massage um, at the at the Grove of Pulford. Um, you laugh, but it's true. No, I'm just the, the segue from fisting to massage. I'm now genuinely I'm confused with the dates now because I'm thinking have I actually told the story on last week's pod? Because there's a good chance I did. You might have already done it. I think I did. When did Dad Dan went away on Sunday? Didn't he? 
Monday. Monday, yeah, because you, you dropped him off like a crazy person on the way to work. Yeah. So you got up at what time? Three o'clock in the morning? Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. But it's worth it because, like, Ash keeps on saying to me, all the things that Dan does for you. Yeah. I'm like, I know, right? But I can't convince him to buy things. <laughs> However, Dan, if you're listening to this, we were talking about this before in work, I don't know what to do. Do 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 you buy me Shenmue 2, the Japanese version? Or do you do Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball 3? So we can do the video. Yeah, we we need we need your advice on this, Dan. We 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 discussed this in in detail. And my my counter argument to Reg was that he's not really going to do anything with Shenmue other than put it in a shiny case and marvel at it every now and then. But in the same vein, he's not really going to be allowed to do anything with Dead or Alive <laughs> volleyball while Ash is around. <laughs> but I think that probably goes with Shenmue too, as well. To be honest with you, yeah, for the night times. <laughs> really is really is um, but yeah I think I think going back to it I, I think I've actually done my story about the last I'm trying yeah. to remember the last time I seen Dan before he went away and I think I think I've actually had my birthday since this so I'm not going to have my birthday pod well you've definitely had your birthday since this <laughs> I have had yeah <laughs> I haven't had it since this since, since this no before next yeah week. next week so I've had it before then so that's good because we're already overlapping for time yeah so if I went into the other gubbins I've been up to then that's probably going to take up a lot more time. Yeah. So I won't do it. What I will do, though, is leave you with this. Dan, please come back, because Steve is useless. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I've been Reg. I've been Mike. Goodbye. See ya. See ya.